When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Look, it slightly favors the right footer here, but Griffiths, having got the goal, goes again. Quick fire and drags it down now. Long way over. Oh, what a goal! What a goal! Here comes up, chance goal! Welcome to the Hand and Roar podcast. Not long until another squad announcement for the vital international break in October against Spain. Hopefully that'll be the one where we reach the Euros. But we'll start this week with a squad update of how Steve Clark's boys did at domestic level over last week. Some European involvement before mixed fortunes at the weekend. Thanks for the feedback on the pilot episode for this. People seem to enjoy the idea, so we'll crack on. Keepers first, as usual. So many bookings in the game, was, was, the, was the, the attitude of the players a problem? No, you know, it was a big fight for, for both teams and I think it was a lot of... Christian! Christian! Well, a little trouble in the tunnel there, but that reflects, I think, the way the, feels, the players feel about this defeat. For our number one goalkeeper, Angus Gunn, not a great week for him or his club Norwich. They lost 2-0 to Leicester last midweek and then 6-2 to Plymouth on Saturday. They've now lost three of their last four against Rotherham, Leicester and Plymouth, two of them promoted teams from League One. So a bit of a blip for Norwich and eight goals conceded by Angus Gunn over two games. Liam Kelly and Xander Clark, the immediate understudies. Uh, Liam Kelly played 90 minutes as Rangers, I believe, narrowly beat Motherwell 1-0. I haven't seen the game or any of the highlights. I'm away at the moment. Um, but yeah, it seems like Motherwell did well and Kelly played as he normally did, captain the side. Uh, 2-1-0 losses on the bounce now for Motherwell after starting the season with three wins and four. Xander Clark played for Hearts. 90 minutes as St Mirren beat them 1-0. Um, our under-21 goalkeeper, Kieran Slicker, um, is on the bench again for Ipswich, who have started the season brilliantly, joint top of the championship. Uh, they beat Blackburn 4-3 at the weekend. He's behind Vaclav Hladke, who is Ipswich's number one at the moment, the former St Mirren goalkeeper, who's making a name for himself down there at the moment. Yeah, so our under-21 goalkeeper, Kieran Slicker, um, second choice at the championship leaders for now. On to fullbacks, Aaron Hickey. Tough weekend for Aaron Hickey. 73 minutes as Brentford were beaten 3 1 by Everton. He was subbed off um, with a score at 3 1. 
He played left back. I think we'll be seeing that for a wee while because Brentford's first choice left back Rico Henry suffered an ACL injury. I think so. I wonder if Hickey will be moved from his usual right back bit for Brentford over there. Um, interestingly as well, the Mirror reporting this morning that Man United, Arsenal and Liverpool are all big fans of Aaron Hickey and are considering if they should be making a move for him over either January or next summer. So Aaron Hickey left back subbed off after 73 minutes of a defeat to Everton, but at least he got some game time. Nathan Patterson didn't get off the bench for Everton in that game. Ashley Young has now started over him for the last two games. Hopefully that's not a trend that continues. Sean Dyche uh, selecting the more veteran Young to play at right back of a four. Patterson came off the bench for a couple of minutes previous week and didn't get off the bench this weekend. Anthony Rolson didn't get off the bench either for Celtic. Alistair Johnston is fit and ready, so he played 90 minutes of Livingston nil Celtic 3 at the weekend. Greg Taylor uh, on the other side, he played 90 minutes uh, in the Feyenoord uh, victory over Celtic and the Celtic victory over Livingston at the weekend. Taylor is pretty much locked in as a left-back there. Doesn't seem to be under much threat from Bernabe uh, for his position. Uh, other left backs Andy Robertson our captain uh, 90 minutes and a 3-1 win over West Ham uh, a lot of love from the Liverpool fans over the last couple of weeks uh, I think he had a really good game um, against Wolves when he popped up the previous week with the winner uh, and apparently Liverpool have changed their system slightly though which means that the amount of time Robertson is spending in the final third has reduced somewhat um, but at the weekend they are from what I can understand anyway they kind of went a bit old school and Robertson was heavily involved in the attack uh, and getting into the final third more like his old self which is great to see um, he also did not feature against Lask in the Europa League we'll speak more about that at the end uh, but he didn't play against Lask in Liverpool's 3-1 win in Austria he was rested as Simicast played but then 90 minutes against West Ham in the more important game. Uh, and Robertson, yep, seemed to play well. Uh, Josh Doig at left-back missed Verona's defeat to AC Milan. He has a sprained ankle, so hopefully no more than a couple of weeks out for Josh Doig. Um, centre-backs, Keen Tierney. Played an hour in the Champions League last week against Inter Milan. He was subbed when Real Sociedad were 1-0 up. Um, they went on to equalise late on in the 88th minute, I think. So good to see Keenan Tierney playing in the Champions League, but he didn't feature in the weekend's win for Sociedad 4-3 over Catafe. He was on the bench for the full thing. So hopefully Tierney can force his way permanently into the starting lineup over in Spain. John Sutter didn't play as Rangers beat Real Betis 1-0 in the Europa League. Great result. Ben Davies got his second start in a row during that game. And then again yesterday, against Motherwell Ben Davies started next to Connor Goldson so Suter came off the bench so for the time being it looks like Ben Davies has the jersey that will be partnering Connor Goldson at the back for Rangers uh, Jack Hendry over in Saudi Arabia started in what appears to be a routine win over Jeddah 4-0 he was subbed off given a bit of a break towards the end of the match Ryan Porteous 90 minutes on the right of a back four in a 3-0 defeat away to Leeds I say right of a back four I mean in the right centre back area um, he did kind of misjudge his jump for Leeds' second from a corner, the sort of 
cross you'd you see Porteous heading away and dealing with quite a lot but he was underneath it and Joel Perot scored for Leeds their second goal not a horrendous error but a bit of a a misjudgment um, in the jump from Ryan Porteous but another 90 minutes in the Championship Scott McKenna he was left out of Nottingham Forest squad to play Man City he was at the Etihad he's been getting a hard time on Twitter from some Forest fans he had a poor game against Burnley uh, last Monday he was saved really after the VAR ruled a handball in favour of Forrest when one of the Burnley attackers I think it was Sander Berger brought a pass down with the inside of his upper arm it looked harsh but it was given in that uh, saved McKenna a bit as he was easily beaten to the ball so hopefully McKenna can get back in the Forest team because I don't think he's injured I think he was just dropped really from the squad uh, to play Man City, a game that they went on to win fairly easily, the hosts. Uh, Liam Cooper, still injured. Grant Hanley, still long-term injured. Dominic Hyam, bad week for him at Blackburn, 90 minutes uh, and a 3-1 loss to Sunderland, and then in 90 minutes and a 4-3 loss to Ipswich. Blackburn are 14th at the moment. And probably the biggest championship Scotland-related story would be the claim of Liam Lindsay still. He's been a regular down in the championship for four or five seasons now. He scored Preston's equaliser in their 1-1 draw with Rotherham at the weekend after a 2-1 win over Birmingham midweek. Preston are third, seven points ahead of fourth place Sunderland, which is quite strange for the championship already. He played in the middle of a back three against Rotherham, but on the left of a back three against Birmingham. Uh, He turns 28 on the day we play Spain, so he could be coming into a bit of form at the right time and maybe be rewarded with a couple of call-ups the way that maybe Dominic Hyam has been so far. I didn't know that Liam Lindsay knows Andy Robertson. They went to the same school and played in the same football team. I'm not sure that really <laughs> warrants a, a place in the Scotland squad, but his form down south is good. Got his first goal of the season at the weekend and good to see him doing well for a team at the top of the Championship. What I do know, and you'll have to start thinking about this before you start, genetically we're behind. With the last campaign we were the second smallest apart from Spain. So that means we have to pick a team tonight that kind of try and combat the height and strength. Even at that we couldn't combat the height and strength at set place. So genetically we have to work at things. I don't know, we get big women and men together, see what we can do. Um, but it is a problem for us because we have to fight harder for every ball and jump high on anybody else because it's easier for these kind of guys. Centre mids, Scott McTominay, 90 minutes at the weekend against Burnley in a 1-0 win for Man United. A rare 90 minutes for Scott McTominay these days. He looked not bad. It was a, I managed to see a bit of the game. Um, it was kind of a a hard-fought 1-0 win for Man United. He came off the bench midweek in the Champions League against Bayern Munich at 3-1 down. So at least he's getting a bit of game time. I think he, he played something like three minutes in the first five league games of the season. Um, but him and another centre mid Hannibal are getting a bit of game time now for Man United, which is decent. Hopefully McTominay can kick on a bit and get the... 
game time that he used to have for Man United under managers like Mourinho and then Solskjaer. Uh, John McGinn uh, subbed off during the 1-0 win for Aston Villa against Chelsea. Brilliant result there. Uh, John McGinn, good performance. Aston Villa, great result. Cal McGregor, usual from him, 90 minutes for, midfield, uh, 90 minutes for Celtic in midfield against Livingston. Billy Gilmore, another 90 minutes, so good game time for the midfielders here. He played 90 minutes against Bournemouth. They won 3-1. Brighton did. Uh, still no goals for Gilmore, but he led, or his involvement led to an equaliser. Brilliant cross, header in for an own goal from the left-hand side, right into that dangerous area between the penalty spot and the six-yard box. And put away by the Bournemouth defender for an OG, just one of those flicked on towards the uh, the back. Um, really good cross though from Gilmore and he's very much a starter now for Brighton uh, he's also started against AEK Athens last Thursday as Brighton got their European campaign underway but that was disappointing they were beaten 3-2 but Gilmore played 86 minutes so yeah he's very much a first pick now for Brighton uh, speaking of first picks Lewis Ferguson another 90 minutes 0-0 draw for Bologna against Napoli good result for them Bologna are 11th in Serie A after five games with a win, a loss and three draws. Kenny McLean started for Norwich again, but bad week for them. As we said, they were beaten by Plymouth 6-2 at the weekend. He's playing on the left of the two in a 4-2-3-1, same as Billy Gilmore. Ryan Jack, 25 minutes off the bench against Motherwell and also 10 minutes off the bench against Real Betis. He seems to be a bit of a closer for Rangers at the moment. Sifuentes and Lundstrom appear to be the first choice for Michael Beal in the two in front of a defence. Uh, so Jack uh, having to settle for a place on the dugout for the start of games and then coming on, I think, if it's going Rangers' way. Alan Campbell is into the Millwall team straight away after joining on loan. 70 minutes against Rotherham midweek in a 3-0 win. Uh, he assisted the opening goal which is good and then he played 78 minutes of a 0-0 draw against West Brom at the weekend so good game time and good start for Alan Campbell at Millwall incidentally Murray Wallace the defender uh, played 90 minutes in that game as well 90 minutes at the left of a back three uh, attacking mids Stuart Armstrong tough week for Southampton 35 minutes Armstrong played off the bench against Ipswich in a 1-0 loss and then 20 minutes of a defeat to Middlesbrough at the weekend hasn't been able to get himself into the starting lineup under Russell Martin yet this season Stuart, Ar- Stuart Armstrong and Ryan Christie 82 minutes against Brighton away he played a big part in the opener uh, they were beating 3-1 but Bournemouth took the leads uh, he pressed the keeper on the edge of the box won it back and it fell for Dominic Solanke who lobbed it home from about 22 yards good finish but good press from Christy the sort of electricity and uh, diligence that we we've, we've see from him regularly in a Scotland shirt Ben Doak now this was exciting his first competitive start for Liverpool last week in Austria against Lask he played an hour in a 3-1 win taken off at 1-1 uh, Klopp said he wished that he'd managed to get the ball uh, more often in that game he said after that he, he, would, he wished he'd been given more service so I think a positive start for Ben Doak against uh, Lask for a Liverpool start uh, Twitter kind of really went into a bit of a meltdown we've been waiting for Ben Doak to get this opportunity for a while he's just signed a new long term contract with the club as well 
he wasn't in the matchday squad at the weekend for the 3-1 win over West Ham but still the Europa League and the knockout competitions are where we'll see don't get his game time this season and good to see him get an hour in the first team uh, David Turnbull didn't come off the bench for Celtic against Feyenoord or Livingston in the Champions League last week Celtic beaten 2-0 and then 3-0 winners against Livy Rio Hitati seems to have won his place back uh, in midfield and Ryan Fraser 70 minutes against Middlesbrough and almost an hour against Stipswich Russell Martin's giving him a go after he signed on loan hasn't really started too well for him he hasn't scored or assisted yet and Southampton are on a bit of a sticky run just now um, into the striking department Lyndon Dykes came off the bench midweek to score an injury time equaliser against Swansea his first of the season and then he played 90 minutes at the weekend in a goalless draw with Birmingham QPR 18th in the table so good to see Dykes get off the mark because it's not an all too regular occurrence down there him finding the back of the net Shea Adams that was regular for him at the start of the season but a wee bit of a drought I suppose for him at the moment but he did assist Southampton's goal in the 2-1 defeat to Middlesbrough he hasn't scored since the third game of the season he's assisted a couple since then but it's 3-7 and seven to start the campaign most of his appearances have been from the bench but he started centre forward in that defeat to Middlesbrough at the weekend and assisted Southampton's goal Lawrence Shankland no goals in five now for Hearts he played 90 minutes in the defeat to St Mirren Kevin Nisbet he was doing well for Millwall scored 2-2 two two before the last international break but it was subbed in the 3-0 win over Rotherham midweek kind of just went down on the touchline with nobody really around him and seemingly twisted his ankle Gary Rowett the manager said it looked quite bad to begin with um, but has now come out and said that he won't be out for uh, weeks on end so hopefully Nisbet can get back to fitness before the squad is announced in what would that be the start of October um, yeah remember he had 10 months injured with an ACL rupture and operation last year so I think this one just a minor injury for Nisbet and he'll be fit again soon Jacob Brown 72 minutes on the right of a front three for Luton as they claimed their first point of the season against Wolves uh, Ollie McBurney he didn't play at the weekend he was suspended after red card against Spurs the previous week they played Newcastle did not go well 8-0 victory for Newcastle John Flick is still on the books of Sheffield United but can't remember the last time I saw him in fact let me just double check now that if he was even on the bench at the weekend Um No. So, yeah, John Fleck, lesser seen at the moment. Maybe he's injured, to be honest, I'm not too sure. Ryan Hardy, uh, no goals as Plymouth lost 4-1 to Bristol City last midweek and then thumped Norwich 6-2. So a couple of games without a goal for Hardy, but he's still the joint top scorer in the league. Five for the season, joint top with four other players. And I think plenty of time for him to continue adding to that tally, especially with the amount of games coming up in the Championship. Uh, Ross Stewart, he hasn't played yet uh, for Southampton after signing from Sunderland. He's still recovering from his Achilles injury. But another player that we expect to do well when they get back to fitness. And it'll be interesting to see how Russell Martin chooses to deploy either him or Adams or both. So two Scottish strikers at Southampton as they try and push for promotion back to the Premier League. So a busy week with the European fixtures there. And... 
then plenty of league action for the boys at the weekend. A couple of them not really featuring much or at all. I would say Tierney, Patterson most disappointingly. We've got some game time in midfield, which is great, with Gilmore, McTominay, McGinn, McGregor um, all playing and featuring in wins for their teams. So, yeah, we'll uh, continue doing this. We've got a week of Scottish League Cup action and this is the same down south, League Cup action down south. So we'll review that next Monday along with the weekend's league games. And yeah, we'll hope to make a habit out of this as long as people are enjoying it. So thanks for tuning in. Remember, please, if you're enjoying the pod, don't hesitate to leave a nice review and make sure you subscribe so you're getting the notifications when these go live because depending on what I'm up to sometimes it can take a while to get it shared on Twitter so thanks very much for tuning in and we'll be back with another one of these next week Sports Social Podcast Network